When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. How is this different from two years ago where the Jays got a wild card spot and everybody said they don't win a game? Because they're a much better team now than they were two years ago. I mean, there's there's no question about it. Remember, 2020 was that 60-game season, right? With the expanded playoffs, eight teams made it, and the Jays got in as the eight. It's a much, 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 much better team than it was in 2020. I mean, it's night and day. It's night and day from 2020 to now. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome inside the RP Show. Great to be with you. And this business, great to be seen. It is, uh, what, episode number 828 of the best damn daytime sports talk show, not only in Canada, but in North America. And it's going to be a lot of fun today. Coming up in hour one, sports talk legend Andrew Walker, now from the Hedge podcast. Walk's going to be with us to talk about all of today's topics we're going to get to momentarily. And in hour two on a CFL game day, the sports talker, David Patrician is going to be with us from Winnipeg to preview the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and the Calgary Stampeders from IG Field. We welcome into the program Darren Moose-Dupont and uh, Moose in 15 to 30 seconds. Give me an update on your life in the last 22 hours because I don't think we've spoken. No, we haven't. It's, it's been an awesome uh, 24 hours. Weather continues to be good, having some great conversations and you know, almost full speed back into the swing of things since being back, getting there. So it's good. All right, good to hear. All right, Director Jordan, can you hit the quick six show horn, please? And let's get into it. Um, these days, these days with the Blue Jays on a roll, it's not hard to find a number one topic across Canada's favorite daytime sports talk show. George Springer got three hits, including a 10th inning double on the first pitch from Boston reliever Ryan Brazier that scored automatic runner Jackie Bradley Jr. and lifted the Toronto Blue Jays over the Boston Red Sox 3-2. Toronto's Jordan Romano worked a scoreless 10th inning, issuing an intentional walk to Rafael Devers before getting his 27th save. The Blue Jays are in flight, Tom. And I'll tell you what, if I can't stay awake, to watch the end of a Blue Jays game out here in the Eastern Time Zone. I am tearing through my apps or whatever I need to do to find out how the Blue Jays did last night. And to be honest, Darren, in August, that's pretty darn good. What's your Blue Jays interest level on a scale of 1 to 10? Yeah, I'm uh, definitely moving towards a 10, getting closer. I'm not there yet, but I'm about a 6.5 to a 7. Like, I'm starting to same thing pay attention every day you know i'm checking the notifications i'm tuning into the game if, if i'm around the television and i'm getting excited because can they you know lock up a playoff spot and then you know what happens in the playoffs i'm starting to look at who they might play in the playoffs you know who we might see in a playoff matchup so the excitement is building 
Blue Jays going to be in Florida in uh, the third week of September. Thinking about a road trip to go watch him could mean a lot when they're at Tampa Bay. Point two, as we're moving fast here, the Vegas Golden Knights bolstered their forward depth by signing veteran forward Phil Kessel to a one-year, $1.5 million deal. The former Toronto Maple Leaf, Kessel, spent the past three seasons in purgatory with the Arizona Coyotes, the two-time Stanley Cup champion has 399 goals, 557 assists in 1,204 career games with Boston, Toronto, Pittsburgh, and Arizona. Phil the Thrill has appeared in 982 consecutive NHL games. That's the longest active streak, seven away from tying Keith Yandel's record of 989. The Daily Email from the NHL.com was profiling the New Jersey Devils. And we'll hopefully get around to all 32 NHL teams over the course of the next month, Darren. But I thought with Phil the Thrill signing in Vegas, them being my favorite NHL team, why not profile the Vegas Golden Knights today? And I see that some comments are coming in from our viewers that are saying, hey, great they signed Kessel, but do they have a goalie? And the answer to that is really no. So we can drop the anchor here for a second and talk about Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights. They're not really Canada's team anymore since they're not going to the Stanley Cup final or the conference final. And as a matter of fact, they missed the playoffs. And um, as you well know, we referred to them as Canada's team. We jumped on the bandwagon in the rectangle, the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. The Golden Knights weren't the top team, but they were up there. You saw a lot of Golden Knights merchandise in the area where you live. Obviously, I've saw seen far less over the last year, but I've been in Alberta and Florida. You're not going to see a lot of Golden Knights fans there, but they're not what they once were, Darren, and I guess the question is, now would be a good time to go to the poll question for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Is the addition of Phil Kessel enough to get the Vegas Golden Knights into the playoffs? And I would suggest no. They're not unfortunately the same Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, last I saw, over 70% of our voters are saying no. It's not going to be enough to get him into the playoffs. And Darren, I'm afraid to say I think they shot their wad coming out of the cannon. These great first five seasons in Vegas or four for sure. And now they're on the playoff cutoff line. And, and a big reason for that is what everybody else is doing in their division. The LA Kings, you got to think, going to be better. You know, they got in last year, lost to Edmonton in round one, but you'd think they'd be better. Oilers, we know, are going to be Canada's best team in the NHL coming back. The Flames feel they're better than last year. Anaheim's going to take, I think, a major step forward. So as we look at the Vegas Golden Knights and their roster sitting here today, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, Phil Kessel or not. You look about 18 months ago, and Vegas looked at this division, and, and it was theirs to lose, right? You know, 18 to 24 months ago it was Vegas, and then a, a big gap before you even got to Edmonton, Calgary, um, and the rest of that division. But... Now the gap is so small and they're not at the top of it. They're struggling to work their way out of the basement of it. You're right. Edmonton and or LA and Anaheim are going to be so much better next year. They should be if they continue what they've, what they did last season um, is Kessel enough to push him over the hump. I'm a Phil Kessel fan. I think he's, you know, brought a lot of consistency to the table. He still has a great shot. If you put him in positions to succeed on the power play and you give him some, some minutes, he's going to play for you. But until they figure out the goaltending situation, Vegas is going to be in trouble, and they're going to have to move some asset in order to solidify the goaltending spot if they think that the, they're going to have a shot at the playoffs. 
They continue to be a WHL all-star team. That's a little better than an alumni team. Like in goal, Laurent Brassois from the Edmonton Oil Kings, who's got Memorial Cup credentials, right, as a starting goaltender. He should be good enough to play in the NHL, but is he good enough to star in the NHL? Different story. Logan Thompson, no, I don't think he is at all. They signed Michael Hutchinson, who the Leafs didn't want. So, no, they got a huge... Yeah, they got a huge hole in the crease. From the viewers, Devin Pakilo says, Good morning from Burns Lake, B.C. The Knights won't be able to outscore their problems. Time to pick a new team, Roddy. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I will. Um, sitting down here in South Florida shouldn't be too hard. But, yeah, road trips to Vegas were certainly a lot of fun. Um, Patrolman Pete, where the heck is it? Patrolman Pete. Uh, man, I got him going on the Expo. Why are we talking about the Expos? Anyways, I'm moving on. I can't. We're getting to the CFL talk, okay? Just hold on to your bingo cards, Winnipeg. We're getting to that. Um, I should I should have stayed out of the, the chat because it's thrown me. What else do we need to know about Vegas? I just don't think that they're going to make the playoffs. So let's move on. By the way, bring the thrill of the track to your fingertips. With Woodbine's Dark Horse Bets app, its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live stream horse races wherever you go. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com, available for Android and Apple devices. So we will move on to point three, and that is Thursday Night Football in the Canadian Football League. I will say it again. Bouquets thrown at the feet of the CFL Communications Department. They do a really good job along with their top statistician, and I think their only statistician, Steve Daniel, putting together some pretty cool stats. Um, I, I, I went over the Calgary stuff yesterday. Jake Mayer has started three games in the CFL, and every time he's thrown for over 300 yards, and he's 2-1 and one as a starter. Winnipeg continues to roll moose. I was talking to a football guy today down here in the States, and he said, listen, I said, who's going to win tonight? Is, is Jake Mayer going to be able to pull it off? He goes, I don't know. But I would take the stamps to cover. I think the last we discussed, it was uh, four points. Bombers were favored by. He's saying four points or less. Winnipeg will win tonight. Predicting a close game at IG Field. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think it'll be a close game, too. Um, I still you know, will not go against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers until somebody gives me a really good reason not to. And Jake Mayer may be that reason, but um, I, I do. I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be closer um, you know, than more like a touchdown. So I still take Winnipeg to cover, and I think I did yesterday in Deal or No Deal. But this is going to be a, a heck of a game. You know, you got so many storylines, so much intrigue here, and another big test for the Bombers. Well, so that's the game, and I'll be watching, obviously, on TSN tonight. We'll pick it all apart tomorrow. It's Canada's Game of the Week. The future of Bo Levi Mitchell hangs in the balance based on what happens tonight, I think. The future of two quarterbacks in the CFL probably going to be decided this week because I can't... Uh, I'm more interested, to, sorry to say, for Friday's game at BC. Sorry, here it is. That's my Canada's Game of the Week, and for a few reasons... Number one, Michael O'Connor starts a quarterback for the BC Lions. The last time, the last time a CFL team has started two different Canadian quarterbacks in back-to-back weeks, I'm not even going to be this big of a jerk and ask you when you think it was, Darren, because it was when John Lynch and my dad were in grade 
10 at Luther College, Luther High School in Regina, 1955. That was the last time two Canadian quarterbacks have started back-to-back weeks for one CFL team. 1955, and the BC Lions are still favored by four at home over the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And then, so you look at the other side of the field and the Rough Riders and Cody Fajardo, his future hangs in the balance. Because what I hear, told you I talked to a football guy in the States today, their pressure is hot, hot, hot in Saskatchewan. Cody Fajardo losing fans fast. Deservedly or not, don't matter. Once you start that ball rolling downhill, it's pretty hard to start to stop Moose. What do I say in life? You're either going forwards or you're going backwards. One of the two. And it's pretty evident what the Rough Riders and Cody Fajardo are doing. I want Cody to win for Cody. But the BC Lions graciously had me on their podcast the other night. So I want the BC Lions to win for them. Either way, I guess it's win-win for me. But the point here is... If the Riders lose with Cody Fajardo to a backup, his day's probably done. So now, this talk of Bo Levi Mitchell coming to Sask is, and he's in the last year of his contract, throw the salary cap concerns out the window. I don't have any, I don't care. CFL clearly doesn't care about the salary cap either. You know what I'm saying? Like, to say, can they afford to bring in Bo Levi? Don't think about that, because they'll find a way. Boy, have things turned fast in the CFL, huh? They really have, really have. We might see this musical chairs happening. We talked about Vernon Adams Jr., but you might see Cody in a new home. You might see Bo in a new home. When have we had quarterback movement like this during the season? It's just so fascinating, and you're right. Like, if, if this doesn't work out for Saskatchewan, you know, it's really tough to put your starter on the bench and have him there and try and keep a great culture and a good locker room, no matter how good the guy is. I mean, Bo's doing, saying all the right things, right, and doing all the right things, but you know he's a, a competitor, and he's not going to be happy sitting on the bench, and that's just going to linger in the air. And it probably would be the same with Cody as well, these competitors, right? I mean, once you turn the keys over. So this is a big, big week. And when it comes to the BC Lions, I'm a huge Michael O'Connor fan. I watched him with the UBC Thunderbirds and have all the success. This kid's got the right mindset. He's got a cannon of an arm, too. He was at Penn State. He's got some of that American um, coaching and training on his way up, but he's come through the Canadian system as well. Um, I don't know if he's ready to step into the spotlight or not. So I'm really interested to see that matchup. And what a week in the CFL. Uh, Jeff, the Stams fan, writes in, says, are you guys suggesting the Stampeders will move Bo midseason? That will not happen. How do you know, Jeff? Maybe he will ask for a trade if he can't play. And what I was told today was like $475,000 salary, which I'm not sure that's the case. That's just what I was told today. Um, It's the CFL. Never say never. Arlen Bruce is watching in Vancouver today, the CFL great. He says, would you rather attend a Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals or a Game 7 of the NBA Finals or a Super Bowl or a VIP suite at the Great Cup or BCS Championship game? Fortunately, I've been to most of those. I had a chance to go to Game 7 of the Stanley Cup in Dallas. You know the story. But my wife said, we came to watch George Strait. We're going to George Strait. The Dallas Stars said, Rod, we got club seats for you tonight against New Jersey. Game seven, if you want to go. Love to, guys. Can't. Overruled. But I had a good time, uh, obviously, uh, at the George Strait concert. Um, Anyways, what would you take out of all of those? Oh, I would probably take game seven of the Stanley Cup final. That'd be my pick. 
You? So I'm saying I, I had a chance and I didn't and I yeah. blew it. I'd probably say game seven of the Stanley Cup. Um, I'll be in a luxury suite Saturday night for the Philadelphia Eagles at Miami Dolphins, which incidentally enough, I got asked to go to supper with the Eagles coaches tomorrow night in Fort Lauderdale, my buddy Joey's place. Haven't decided yet if I'm going to go or not. How about that? Could you imagine? Perfect. How about that? Um, it's, I'll never, ever, ever forget the first year Chris Jones was a coach with the Riders and one of his guys on the staff, this was in training camp in Saskatoon. He goes, why don't you come out for supper with the coaches tonight? We'd love to have you come. And I'm like, eh, I don't think so. I don't know any of you guys. And he said, well, how are you supposed to get to know anybody if you don't come out for supper with us? Good point. So I'll mull over this chance to go to the restaurant in Fort Lauderdale. I won't say which one. Um, more than anything, A.B., we want to know what you would go to. We're picking the Stanley Cup, but that should surprise nobody. Craig Campbell's watching from the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto. He says, great question, Mr. Bruce. Olympic or world championship gold medal with the Stanley Cup final game seven are my choices or any game with Hungary playing at a world championship. Right By the on. way, I've realized, I've realized what I was going to say about the Vegas Golden Knights. They're the team we're profiling today as we're going to talk about one every day here on the RP Show. When we come back, we got NFL preseason tonight. World Women's Hockey Championship gets rolling. CP Women's Open. we got a lot to get to today. The best darn sports talk show is on the air on the Game Plus Television Network. We're also live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Okay, the RP Show continues, and we're only about a halfway through the warm-up from beautiful South Florida, and uh, Moose DuPont is with me, and Moose, I have vowed, we have vowed within the next week to take in Bullet Train in theaters now, landmark cinemas all across Canada, Brad Pitt stars as Ladybug, an unlucky assassin determined to do his job peacefully after one too many gigs gone off the rails. You've seen the previews for it. Uh, it looks fantastic. Oh, yeah. Bullet train. We'll ask our viewers right now to text MOVIES in all caps to 902-518-3033, our trusty text line, to be entered to win tickets and treats. That is concession gift certificates at Landmark Cinemas. Winners picked every week to go to the movies. Bullet train. So expect my review within the next week. Before I move on to the next points here in the quick so, uh, six show topics from the viewers BW. In Edmonton wants to know, uh, he says, when, how soon is Kelly McCrimmon on the hot seat? Will he be gone by All-Star game? Too many trades that have flopped George McPhee to take over again. Now, again, this is my favorite team in the NHL, so it's tough to talk about the struggles of the Vegas Golden Knights, but after being in Edmonton and Calgary in NHL markets and hanging with NHL people, it's not like I didn't know this, but it was confirmed. They're all saying, Vegas, they rule by fear. I.e., you screw up, you're going to be fired. Ask Marc-Andre Fleury. Ask Peter DeBoer. Ask Gerard Gallant. Jury's out on whether those guys have been fired at all. Or, or sorry, whether they screwed up at all. But they were all fired. And they the salary cap mess, I'm not sure that's ever been answered for. 
in Vegas. So I guess if what? U.S. Thanksgiving's usually that cutoff line, as they say uh, in the NHL, whether you're a contender or a pretender. If the Vegas Golden Knights aren't in a playoff spot or look to be contending by the U.S. Thanksgiving, then I think Kelly McCrimmon probably would have something to be worried about. But again, GMs generally put the coaches in front of the bullets first until you run out of coaches. So I think Kelly's yes. getting close to the end of the line of coaches. And I see the viewer in Cochrane wrote in, Randy, and said um, about Patrick Kane. What do you think about Patrick Kane signing with the Oilers? I'm not getting it into fake news here. You know what I mean? Because we got CFL, NFL to talk about. If they sign Patrick Kane, I'll be more than willing to talk about it. Sort of like Vegas signing Phil Kessel. There was the you know, conjecture that he might go to Edmonton. Or I see Kane, you know, the Leafs are interested. If he signs, we'll talk about it then. Until then, there are other things to talk about. But that was my take on that. Vegas, uh, the radar's up there. On the CFL note, even the Bomber fans, Stamps fans, chiming in about Garrett Marino getting fined again by the Canadian Football League. He's the bad boy of the CFL for uh, a dirty hit the other night. Your thoughts, or do you even have any on Garrett Marino? Every week, he's getting disciplined by the CFL. Well, clearly, he's got deep pockets. You know, if he can continue to pay the fines and go without game checks for four weeks, that's how Eddie Steele's tweet. Uh, I don't know if that was earlier today or if it was a yesterday tweet, but, you know, we talked about that. That's, you know, got to be tough on a player to miss four game checks and then get fined for a, for a bad hit. But, you know, you got to learn your lesson. You know, I mean, the guys that, you know, if the parking ticket's not expensive enough and you can just keep paying the parking ticket, you're going to keep getting them. You're not going to pay your parking, pay the meter. Right. So eventually this has to catch up with him and he's going to have to, you know, adjust the way that he plays a little bit because I don't know how much longer you can continue to go without game checks or be fined in this league and before the message sits in because it hasn't yet. I was going to say this is a completely Canadian comment from one of our viewers, but it's actually not. And I'll tell you why. Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg says, hey, last night my kid was playing road hockey. He saw Richie Hall. That's the Winnipeg defensive coordinator going over to Jeff Jeff Treflin's place. Weird to see two 1989 Rough Riders on a suburban Winnipeg street. I guess, yes, to be in another city, yes. But down here in the Miami area, this is all tying together. You know, we had the question a couple weeks ago. I don't think you were part of the show. If you were Winnipeg, would you rather be 18-0 this year or win a third straight Grey Cup? And and forgive me if you were part of that discussion or not. Look at the 1972 Miami Dolphins, who did both. They won every regular season game and went on to win the Super Bowl. It's the most vaunted NFL team of all time, and they still all live in the same Miami suburb. Larry Zonka, Bob Greasy. I'm not sure if Coach Shula is still alive or not. I think he is. He was in that area. All those guys still live in the same area. And it's obviously a great story that whenever an NFL team goes to an 8-0 start, 9-0 start, 10-0, whenever they eventually lose, Those guys all go out to the middle of the street, pop a bottle of champagne, and toast each other. So it's been not as hard to believe as you would think, maybe. No, it's not, but it's super cool. Um, 18 or no doesn't mean anything unless you win the last one. You know, if you lose in the playoffs, your undefeated season's over. An undefeated regular season is cool, but not really that cool. I mean, all you're going to think about is the missed opportunities. So winning a third straight Grey Cup trumps everything. And 
for me, it's not even close um, in the comparison. Yeah. But you got to win the last cool. one. Well, cool. But I, I, if you're Wade Miller or Zach Caleros or some of these guys, Andrew Harris, well, Andrew's not on the team this year, but you've already won your two rings. So that's why I'm thinking the 18 at all bombers, you would talk about them forever. And you can yeah. say, I was on that. I was on that team. So it's just a bit of a wrinkle in the argument. Uh, by the way, I'm going to jump back and forth on some points here. Canada's women's national hockey team will begin its world title defense against Finland today in Denmark, 11 a.m. Mountain. The Canadians have been on quite a run over the past year, having won the 2021 world title over the U.S., as well as winning gold at the Beijing Olympics in February, also defeating the U.S. to win. Here's my bell. Edo Japan. Edo Japan. I want when people to drive by or walk by in Edo Japan, they think of my voice ringing a bell, and it happens in their head. Edo Japan. With freshly made food and high-quality ingredients, Edo Japan is food you can feel good about. And we're also brought to you in part by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Find everything you need to know about our services, financing, product information, and more at broncoplumbing.com. NFL tonight, there are two exhibition games. In Canada, I would think for sure Calgary and Winnipeg will win the ratings battle if these games are on TV tonight. I'm not sure. I won't be watching. Green Bay at Kansas City tonight. Aaron Rodgers isn't going to play. I'm not sure whether Mahomes will. The third and final NFL preseason week kicks off tonight with these two games. And San Francisco at Houston. My question for you is, uh, Moose, if there are any other battles that you're watching in the NFL, or maybe specifically for your Titans. Um, a lot of things flooding my mind. Last night I was watching the Jacksonville Jaguars-Pittsburgh Steelers game. It was a replay on NFL Network, but I thought, boy, Trevor Lawrence looked really good. And that offensive line has not been upgraded by the Jaguars. They're still bad. But the pocket was breaking down every play, but he was taking off and looking incredibly nimble. And I thought, well, hmm, you can design plays around a bad offensive line. It's difficult, but it looks like the Jaguars might have. But the big battle with their opponents with Pittsburgh is who starts at quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky or uh, Kenny Pickett, who they drafted, I think it was fifth overall this year, the Steelers. So there are some battles. Well, in Dallas, we're just auditioning kick returners and maybe the fifth and sixth receiver spots. For the most part, the team's picked in Dallas. What are and, and to the viewers too? What are some of the things that in this final week of the preseason you'll be watching for? You talked about the Steelers. It's interesting with Mitchell Trubisky because you know they haven't had any protection from their offensive line at all in this preseason, so it's been hard to get a good read on Trubisky. But even when the pocket's been collapsing on him, he's been able to get some good throws away. And you know, I think there's some upside there, and I hope he does really, really well uh, with the Titans. Here's what's interesting, and don't sleep on them because they had the best record in the AFC last year, and they didn't have Derrick Henry for nine weeks of the season, and they missed five games of AJ Brown and Julio Jones didn't do very much. So they've upgraded their defense a little bit here in the preseason. I think there's still a chance for them to do some good things if. You know, if Derrick Henry stays healthy and Ryan Tannehill can do his thing. So those are a couple of things I'm watching here in the preseason. We can continue the uh, NFL discussion. We've brought up what we've vowed to bring up here. Um, we're going to talk NFL every day. Or we're going to talk CFL every day. Or we're going to talk NHL every day moving into the fall because all of them are going to be front and center. By the way, Todd in uh, Red Deer, 
Remember yesterday he asked if we would bring Brian Hall on the program again, the legendary voice of the Eskimos. Todd uh, writes in on the 502 line or 902 line. He says, a bit late, but I didn't mean to hit a nerve with the Brian Hall suggestion. Love the show, guests, and chat. Keep up the great work, guys. I'll remember, I do remember, way back into the 90s, um, when I first came into the CFL as a young play-by-play guy, not all of the older CFL play-by-play guys, but the majority of them were dinks to me. Bob Irving of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers was not, but a lot of them were, because I distinctly remember saying, when I'm an old guy in the CFL, I'm not going to treat the young guys and the newcomers this way. Thing is, I got into the CFL at the age of 26. I exited at the age of 46, and I was still a young guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, yeah. Yeah. Bob turnover. was still around. Bob was still yeah. around. And um, while Brian uh, Hall left and Morley Scott came in, he was still a lot older than me. Mark Steven, uh, you'd think 20 years would be a long time. Not in uh, yeah. a CFL broadcast booth. Uh, can we get some comments from new viewers, please? C. Walker uh, in the YouTube chat says, no one has won three Grey Cups in a row in almost 40 years. I'm good if the Bombers win three in a row. And that's cool. Like, I I get it. Uh, oh, Patrolman Pete's got some great comments today. He says, nice to hear that Bob Irving was a classy guy. We will always love him here. Knuckles, when I left the Riders, was one of the first guys to call. And he's like, I know the story. I got your back. If you need anything from me, you call me. That is Bob Knuckles Irving for you. And by the way, we will preview uh, next hour. uh, The sports doctor, Dave Patrician, will be with us to take a look ahead at the Bombers and the Calgary Stampeders tonight. I just want to go... We got Andrew. Okay. Trent Bruner uh, writes in. You know Trent from Norway? He writes in and says, yes. Norway here. I'm in Winnipeg at the moment to play a big music event. Bomber fever reigns here for tonight's game. No time to hear about the Jets. We'll check in when I'm not rehearsing. Stay well. Uh, from Trent in Winnipeg, not Norway today. So that's pretty cool. Moose, uh, we do have our next guest ready. I'm going to let you go. I'll see you back here in hour two. You bet. See you then. Folks, a sports update just before we let you go. Brooke Henderson of Smith Falls, Ontario is the star attraction as the first round of the CP CP Women's Open gets underway at the Ottawa Hunt and Golf Club today. Henderson, ranked number five on the LPGA Tour, has won twice this season, including the Evian Championship for her second major title. Vancouver's Lucy Lynn, at 12 years old, will become the youngest player to ever compete in this event. Second-year quarterback Jake Mayer gets the start for the 6-3 and three Calgary Stampeders in Winnipeg tonight against the 9-1 and one Blue Bombers. It'll be Mayer's first start under center with veteran Bo Levi Mitchell on the active roster. Mayer replaced Mitchell midway through Calgary's comeback win at Toronto on Saturday. So these are historic times in the Canadian Football League. Are you paying attention? I think you are. And thanks for watching, because as the numbers show, this is the CFL's number one podcast. Sports updates for Edo Japan with freshly made food and high-quality ingredients. Edo Japan is food you can feel good about.
The iconic Andrew Walker joins us next. You're watching the RP Show live from South Florida on the Game Plus Television Network. We're also live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It is an awesome sports day. Just about all of them are. Sports on tap for the tap. Brew house and drive through liquor store. Uh, CFL tonight. We got Calgary, Winnipeg, NFL, Packers at Chiefs, 49ers at Texans, and the Blue Jays wrap up their series at the Boston Red Sox. The Dolphins home to the Eagles uh, Saturday night, and we'll be there. Very excited to uh, welcome to the program Andrew Walker, one of our longtime and best pals. The guy that's worked on the radio in Toronto, Vancouver, Calgary. Uh, am I missing you? Toronto, Vancouver. Now hanging your hat in Edmonton. How's things, Walks? Well, things are okay. You know, I uh, don't want to let uh, summer go. And then at the same time, <laughs> I can't wait for NFL kickoff and uh, the start of hockey season, right? It's an awesome time. Hey, listen, come to Florida, and you can have those things and still don't have to let summer go. Just going to let you know that. That's true. But I'm interested, I'm interested, Walks, to know, because you are a big city guy, but you're from a town so small it doesn't even exist anymore. What sport is on your radar today or this week? What, what has you the most interested? I would say I am in, uh, right now I am in fantasy football draft mode september 11th is the first sunday of the nfl season so the season's going to kick off on that thursday with buffalo and and the la rams uh i can't i can't wait so right now uh i i i spend so much time kind of like going through my fantasy football draft list because i need all those bragging rights against my buddies this fall and uh, it's actually like it's it's partly a little embarrassing right because like you, you ask like hey what's your biggest hobby and, and for me right now, it's definitely uh, fantasy football. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, like, uh, like if, if my grandparents could see me, it's just like, uh, it, it's like, you know, our grandparents, like, stormed the beaches of Normandy. Why? So I could, like, draft Saquon Barkley in the first round. It's like, that's what I do with my freedom. But, you know, that's what I do. Honestly, um, as you know, in my other profession, if it's not causing a problem, Walks, it's not a problem, and we don't judge here. Good for you for, for doing that. But I'm, Andrew also hosts the Hedge podcast, and I'll ask you about that near the end. But we, we're profiling a different NHL team every day here. And today we've come to the Vegas Golden Knights and their signing of Phil Kessel and what is the outlook for Vegas. And our, our voters, it's our poll question today, will Phil put them in the playoffs or help get them there? Over 70% say no. What happened to the Vegas Golden Knights from where they were to where they are from, from you watching them? Well, I, I listen. I think it's. I think Vegas is interesting because I think uh, some of this is like, you know, wish casting, like not not forecasting, but hoping something goes wrong. Here's the thing about Vegas: everybody hates them, right? There's like media that hates them, fans hate them, other teams or other organizations hate them, and they want to see them fail. Like you remember when they were eliminated from the playoff race last year? It caught me by surprise. There was like this whole movement where everyone was like so pumped that Vegas was going through it because they came into the NHL, um, they spent money right away, they went to the Stanley Cup final, and everyone 
kind of resented them. And, you know, the, the brass there, which is probably good business, to be honest, but they've shown no loyalty to players, whether it's Marc-Andre Fleury or Max Pacioretty or whatever. People kind of don't like Jack Eichel, and now he's the focal point there. Put it this way, I, you know, I don't think they're a Stanley Cup contender, but I think it's a little irresponsible to pick them outside of the playoffs. They still have a really good core and some great players, right? Jack Eichel's going to be healthy, and, you know, there's Shea Theodore on the, on the back end, and I know they lost their goalie with injury, but I think this is still going to be a playoff team as a lower seed, and I think anyone that just kind of piles on them right now, it's just because they want them to miss playoffs. I don't think it's... I don't think it's rooted in this really deep hockey analysis. You know what I mean? Fair, but their roster isn't even as good this year, I don't think, as it was last year. Injuries is what beset them, and consider the Pacific Division. Edmonton and Calgary both think they're both going to be at least as good as last year. L.A. made the playoffs. They think they're going to be better. Anaheim, I think, is going to take a major step forward this year. And just talk to me about the Vancouver Canucks. As I'm told from our viewers in B.C., we don't talk enough Vancouver Canucks. And gosh knows you follow them long enough. They think they're going to be better. Are they? Are the Canucks any better? Well, last year was tough to tell, right? Because they were such an embarrassment. And then they hire Bruce Boudreaux and they started to figure it out. But they had built themselves or dug themselves such a hole. And Elias Pettersson didn't show up in the first two months of the season that they weren't even close to making the, the, the playoffs. I don't know what to think about Vancouver. And don't, and don't get upset at yourself for not talking about them because if you do talk about them, the Canuck fans just want to yell and scream that you're wrong. It's like you're not allowed to talk about them. So pay no attention to Vancouver. <laughs> Fair enough. How about CFL circles? In the time we have left, which is about four minutes, um, you are... Would I say closet CFL fan, or are you out of the closet with your CFL no, I'm fan? No, I'm out of I'm out of the closet. I've always loved the CFL. I love the NFL, and I consider the CFL a totally different sport. I love these two sports ind- individually, um, and I think this season has been great. I think the games have been compelling. Uh, I mean, I love um, I love Nathan Rourke, man, and I think he's been the biggest thing to happen to the Canadian Football League in 20 years, and it's devastating that he's going to be out with an injury now. I, I think that in, and it's really hard to do this in Vancouver. I think he was even putting the BC Lions back on the map a little bit. Uh, I, I think it's really interesting. You're yeah, you're looking at, you know, the, maybe the reign of Bo Levi Mitchell is done. Is, uh, you know, Myers getting the start tonight. Um, you know, can the Saskatchewan Rough Riders turn it around and, and take advantage of the, of, of the Lions missing their quarterback? And then meanwhile, you have the Winnipeg Blue Bombers who are trying to become an all-time dynasty i think the cfl west is just uh just awesome this year well on the nathan rourke thing it was the number one story in the cfl and uh, the critics say the only story in the cfl how do you expect that will affect that football team moving forward well they're eight and one right they've given themselves a great cushion um i'm intrigued to see o'connor play i think it's another kind of cool canadian story um, and I think he'll be all right. Um, but the Lions aren't going anywhere in the postseason without Nathan Rohr. So I, you know, I, I think that who knows about his injury timeline? Like they're saying, hey, hopefully, maybe it's just wishful thinking. Maybe he can get back late in the year. Um, if he gets back late in the year, could they beat Calgary? Could they beat Winnipeg? Yeah, I think they could. Um, I just think for now, we got to chalk it up to 
uh, it was an insane, you know, first half of the season for Nathan Rourke. And, and, you know, the Lions just aren't going anywhere long term if he's not back. Uh, Don, our Navy friend, says, didn't Andrew say the NFL was coming to Toronto about five years ago? So hold that thought. And John in Edmonton says, yesterday the mayor of Surrey said that in four to five years, that city will be bigger than Vancouver, so they're going to build a 60,000-seat stadium, Canada's largest. Do you think walks in our lifetime, Canada is home to an NFL team permanently? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think, I think, I think. Toronto is an NFL city. Um, I think that their lack of support for the CFL has nothing to do with the idea that they could support uh, an NFL team. That's just how Toronto is. Toronto is not Canadiana. They don't even support the World Juniors when it's there. Toronto is not wearing plaid watching junior hockey type of city. It's LeBron, Drake, Derek Jeter. It's the big time, right? It's, It's an NBA city. It would absolutely be an NFL city. Um, I don't understand all the financial logistics of it, but could it support a team? Absolutely. I will leave you with this. If Toronto is an NFL city, Regina is an NHL city. What do you think? Is Regina an NHL city? No, not, yeah, not they really for, love not it. for just 82 like, a year, man. Just, no, no, I'm joking. They're not going to get it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the hedge, the hedge, the hedge. Tell us in 30 seconds or less where people can watch it and why. Well, the website is thehedgepod.com. It's my new podcast. It's been up and running for five months. We get uh, great interviews. We do dabble a little bit in sports betting. Uh, it runs every day. It's about 30 to 40 minutes. You can subscribe on any platform you want. Today, Dave Lowry, the new assistant coach of the Seattle Kraken, will talk a little hockey. But thehedgepod.com, Apple, YouTube, Spotify. I appreciate the support. Outstanding, buddy. Thanks. Enjoy uh, the games. All right. Thanks, Roddy. Anytime. Andrew Walker. Andrew Walker from the Hedge Pod. Viewer takeover coming up, and we're going to preview Bomber Stamps next hour with the Sports Doctor. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV. We're live streaming on YouTube, and you can always catch the podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Amazon, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Hey, uh, it is viewer takeover here from sunny South Florida, and oh my, for the first time in 828 shows, <laughs> I thought we were at the top of the hour, and I thought Moose was coming back in, but that's okay. I see Glenn Erickson, golf guy, hey, here it is, He was in, he's in Medicine Hat, he sent in a comment and then he retracted it, now he's commented again. Uh, we wrote together for a time for dubnetwork.ca, the website on the WHL, and uh, I'll get to that comment in a minute, Glenn. I will predict that now, and for all of our two, is going to be highly entertaining. I mean, clearly we always are. Number one watch show on Game Plus TV, but even more so. And I'm not going to get into a monkey spit fight here between Toronto versus the rest of Canada. We love Toronto. We love Canada. We love South Florida. People are taking their shots at Toronto about thinking it's big time or it is or it's not, whatever. But, you know, where do I start? I like this one. John Ohm um, in Winnipeg writes in and says, drive to Buffalo if you want to see NFL games, Toronto. 
How about that? John that? in Edmonton says, Rod, what were your thoughts when you read my comment about the 60,000-seat stadium, Canada's largest, coming to Surrey, B.C.? What I believe is, I'll believe it. What I, what I think is, I'll believe it when I see it. I was just thinking this morning when I was showering, I went for a 30-minute run today, and it almost killed me. It's 41 degrees Celsius, folks. Uh, not a run, a bike ride out of doors. I sweated for two hours afterwards. But what I was thinking was, I'm tired of talkers. I'm tired of talkers. And there's a lot of talkers out there. My dad used to say, there's some people are talkers and some people are doers. And when you've got both, a talker and a doer, you got, a, you got an all-star, you got a rock star, you got somebody that gets things done. But there's a lot of talk out there, John and Edmonton. I'll believe it when I see it. Why was I today years old when I found out that the new arena in Phoenix, home of the Coyotes, is going to be called the Mullet Arena? Did you know that, Clark? I just saw it today. The Mullet Arena. Sun Devils in the front, Coyotes in the back. The Mullet Arena. Um, This is how I told you this is going to be fun. The rest of the way. Glenn in Medicine Hat writes in and he says, Jake Mayer, he's the starting quarterback for Calgary tonight, has looked poised during his young career. He kind of earned a start with his play in Toronto. It's a luxury for Dave Dickinson to keep Bo Levi and tap him on the shoulder in relief of Mayer. The plan tonight is not to have to tap Bo Levi on the shoulder, but <laughs> at some point, do Stampeder fans ever get tired of this? Just excellence. Um, now, granted, they go into the game. Did I write the record? Yeah, they're six and three. What's what's wrong with that? But they're not favored going into Winnipeg, who's nine and one tonight. Must see TV tonight. We might be seeing the changing of the guard with CFL quarterbacks this week. Last minute of play in the RP Show Hour One. Last minute of play. John in Edmonton says the CFL complaining fan league. Yeah. Although I've always favored cash flow low. CFL cash flow low. But we love it. And the viewers clearly love it. But we love the NFL and the NHL as well. So that's why I think we've hit on something here, man. And that is every day. We're going to hit on those three leagues for sure. NFL, NHL, CFL. And sprinkle in a little Blue Jays, too. We like them when they're winning. The Sports Doctor joins us next hour to preview Bombers and Stampeders and more of us and you. So stick around after this break here on Game Plus TV. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.